there isn't a location in Marble Snap that is safe from this cute, cuddly, little shark. That's right, this guy has the ability to just go wherever he wants. Movement, unlimited, playing into a location's unlimited. We're going to break this guy down today. We're going to tell you if you should buy him. If he is a potential metagame changer, a shift in the game, or if maybe you should just kind of let this one fall to the wayside. Is he cute, but is he deadly? That is the true question. Let's get into it today in our breakdown. All right, guys, car breakdown for Jeff the Shark. Of course, as always, featured by Tactor and this wonderful graphic that they create for us and let us use. And we have the one, the only, Jeff the Shark. Now, similar to Nightcrawler, his ability is you can move him once, right? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. However, bit of a break-the-rules kind of card here, which is really cool, which is what I really like about, about Jeff. Nothing can stop you from moving or playing this to any location. So what does that mean? Well, it means a couple things. Um... There are specific locations in the game that you can't move to. There are specific locations in the game that, at a two-cost card, you can't play to. And Jeff doesn't give a crap about any of those things. Jeff does what he wants, when he wants. And because of that, it's a very unique ability in the game and has a lot of potential to kind of break some of the rules of Marvel Snap, which is really interesting. So for a two-cost card with three power... He might be able to win you some games that you were never supposed to. So, let's talk about his strengths and weaknesses, though. Alright, so the strengths of Jeff are low cost and flexible, right? You know, he's a low cost card. Um, he's definitely a flexible card. He enables you to win locations that you're probably not supposed to. So, that's that's important when you can do things like that. It's the reason why Nightcrawler has been, you know... a playable card in the game for quite some time, even if he's a little bit underutilized. Jeff can kind of stay the same here. Uh, the cool, the other additional strength here is free move giving, um, you know, a late game power surprise, which is yes and no, right? But the fact that he can move into certain lanes that he's not allowed to move into, or he can be actually even be played into those lanes as well, does present this, you know, swing concept that might just get you a lot of free cubes uh can slot into any deck regardless of combos i do agree with this this card is very much a 12th card uh concept which i really like which means he can just fit into anything you know a lot of the times you make a deck and it's nine or ten cards and you're always trying to fill the void jeff has the ability to just slot into any deck honestly um and be at least uh playable in certain options of course, there are decks that might be able to utilize him a little bit better, and what some of those would be, which is a great backup option for Daredevil decks, Professor X decks, uh, you know, Storm, Ebony Maul, all of those things, uh, you know, Jeff is able to kind of come in and help with. You know, Ebony Maul being a 1-7, something a lot of opponents know and utilize their other information, so they might only put 8 or 9 power there. Well, Jeff, with the ability to be played onto that location, the vinyl one, would be really good. Uh, having a safer Professor X without Daredevil, kind of important. Play your Professor X down, 
if you lose the lane by a couple points, Jeff is actually able to move into the Professor X lane, or he's able to uh, power through it, you know, or be played into it, which is really cool. And then also, you know, stuff like Plunder Castle, you know, he's able to just get to all these locations that he's just not supposed to in the game. And that's what makes him actually really creative, creatively unique. Let's talk about some of the weaknesses, though. So the weaknesses of Jeff the Shark are flexibility is not power or inevitability, uh, i.e. jack-of-all-trades or master of none. So yes, it's nice to be flexible, but just because you're flexible, it doesn't mean you're always the best thing to do. Um, in games without bad locations, if you do not create a way to use him, uh, then he's just a bigger nightcrawler, right? So basically, if your opponent has no way to play into Sanctum, uh, then Jeff is just a two-cost Nightcrawler because Nightcrawler's power at two would have been enough to win you the location, similar to Squirrel Girl. Like, Squirrel Girl's power even at one for a squirrel in, in Sanctum is enough to win you the location. And the other big thing here is that Jeff can't beat Doctor Doom, which is one of the most played cards... Uh, kind of in Marvel Snap right now. You know, it's definitely an upscaling card. So since it can't just flat out beat Doctor Doom, it can give you the ability to move into Sanctum uh, or play to Sanctum, and then your Doctor Doom later on can win. But just a little bit of a note, of course. And then smaller than larger token generators, as I just said, uh, similar to Doctor Doom. So yes, it's nice to have the ability and the creativity and the flexibility in the deck, but you do lose to certain things that kind of end up beating you on those locations to begin with. So, a little bit weary, of course. Let's talk about some additional information. So overall, Jeff is a really exciting card, but it's definitely not a card that anyone is gonna need right now. Uh, it's a card that if you open, you're probably really happy to try him out and fit him into decks, but you gotta think of it similar to, you know, like a Scarlet Witch or a Sentinel or a Nightcrawler or, you know, any of these cards that are just like, oh, I don't know what to do with my last card in my deck. Let me just play this. Jeff does offer some great flexibility. He is cute as a button, of course, but he's not a must-have card. He's not a, a meta-altering card. In this review, we're giving him a potential score of 5 out of 10, which is a pretty fair review uh, for a card that is just okay. And, you know, that's good to be okay. It's good to be better than Snowguard. Uh, and it's good to be better than a lot of similar options in the past, but he's definitely not worth your 6k tokens, right? So don't be spending 6k tokens on this guy. Um, we're going to talk about some decks in a few seconds here, but this guy, again, slots into anything, can be played anywhere, right? He's a jack-of-all-trades, uh, as mentioned previously, and that's really great, but, you know, how do I how do I use him to the best of my ability? How do I make the best or most out of my card that I opened if I am buying the card because I want to play with the cutest button Jeff, which I'm not recommending you do. There's some better cards coming out next month. Save your tokens. Uh, but if you must have it, if you need to have the cuteness, I get it. I love Baby Groot also, don't get me wrong. Then let's talk about some of those decks that he's going to be playable in so you guys can get a concept or get an idea of, uh, of what they can be, right? Alright, so our first deck that we have here is Psychic Lockdown. Uh, it's an overall cost of 2.8, and it's a power of 3.3. We're going to break it down real quick for our audio listeners. We have Kitty Pride, Zero, Ebony Maul, 
uh, Adam Warlock, Jeff, Scarlet Witch, Lizard, Storm, Juggernaut, Professor X, Captain Marvel, and Doctor Doom. We did just get the change to Kitty Pride, so she does work really interestingly well with this concept. She's not as good, unfortunately, with Doctor Doom, so it's something that you're going to have to kind of weigh out your options throughout the game, or just not play Kitty Pride in this particular list, or just not play Doom, but I think you want Doom more than you want Kitty Pride. Maybe you just swap out Kitty Pride and play uh, Sunstorm or something like that. Uh, but the general concept here is simple. It's, you know, I have my Storm my Juggernaut to win lanes, I have Captain Marvel to win lanes, I have Professor X to win lanes, I have Doctor Doom to win lanes. All of these things are very viable. And you also have, you know, your Scarlet Witch, things like that. So you're presenting all these different ways to kind of lock your opponent out of a lane with Storm, with Professor X, and then you have this next level ability of winning the game with either moving Jeff into my Professor X lane, moving Jeff into my Storm lane, juggernauting things away from my Storm lane, playing Miss Marvel, playing Doctor Doom. This is the type of deck that I love. I'm very interested in these decks because I've these are kind of the decks I've been playing since I got into Series 3 with Doctor Doom and Miss Marvel. So, a lot of fun, a lot of cool, a lot of creativity here, obviously. You can definitely change some things up. You don't have to necessarily say, you, know, you don't have to play the Kitty Pride. You don't have to play the Zero Ebony Mall combo. You know, if you're more into knowing exactly where your opponent's going to be. You can play Daredevil, but I really look at Jeff as like a more powerful Daredevil because you can utilize Jeff's movement ability on the final turn to best put yourself in the position to win a game. So just note that, that he can go straight on into the Professor X lane. So even if you lose your X lane, it's okay because Jeff can add three power to it. So as long as you don't lose it by a bunch, you end up being okay. So let's take a look at the second deck we have here. So the second deck is Sharks with friggin' lasers <laughs> for all our Austin Power fans out there. Gotta love the Dr. Evil quote here. I love it. It's great. So what do we have in this list? We have Best, Jeff, Sentinel, uh, Scarlet Witch, Killmonger, Cerebro, Mystique, Shang-Chi, Iron Man, Professor X, Blue Marvel, and Valkyrie. That's right. We have a Cerebro 3 deck. Oh my god, this is wonderful. Uh, definitely a nice, interesting thought process to this deck in general. So this list is, you know, for what it is, a Cerebro 3 deck. Many players see Cerebro 2, uh, you know, Cerebro 4, Cerebro 5. This is a really cool, interesting way to look at Cerebro 3 for a change because Jeff does enable him and Professor X to just flat out put 12 power in a lane and win a lane. Uh, having the ability to have Valkyrie to even out your playing field and then buff everything through Cerebro. Shang-Chi is always a good option. Blue Marvel buffs at everything nice and wide. Killmonger gets rid of the little crap that you don't care about. And Iron Man is always has the ability to win these games. So gotta love the concept for Cerebro 3 here. Definitely a lot of ton and a lot of fun. Jeff, the baby land shark, sure is cute, but is he deadly? The answer is no, I don't think he's deadly. I think he's great. I think he's fun. Um, I think he definitely fits in some decks, which is going to be nice, and he's going to be utilized well, but I don't think this card is this deadly uh, change or alternate to the metagame, and he's definitely not um, an archetype-defining card either. So because of that, I don't think he's worth your 6,000 tokens, so I wouldn't buy him. I would be happy to open him, but honestly, waiting for this guy to go down to Series 4, I think is the best bet. You know, again, 
you just don't need this card right now. He's not going to change the game for you. He's just going to add a little bit of fun. And yes, he is cute and cuddly, so that's all great and dandy. So I do these every single week. And at the end of the video, you're going to see it. Playlist right here. Is it worth it? Every new card that comes out, I do this, you know, this type of video for. This is the video for Jeff the Baby Shark. I hope you can enjoy some past videos, you know, breaking down Kitty Pride, who we might have to redo now because it's been changed, but Negasonic Teenage Warhead, Master Mold, all of the cards that have been released all the way dating back to Darkhawk, I believe, is, you know, in this list down here if you're worth your tokens. Um, and I want to thank you guys for watching today. We'll catch you guys in the next one. I don't know. Let me know in the comments, guys. Is Are you going to buy this cute baby shark? I'm telling you not to. Don't do it. But if you do do it, I understand. He is cute and cuddly. See you guys later.